Listener and viewer discretion is advised. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the panelists and do not reflect the views of the advertisers, staff, or management of Simmons Media Group, the Deseret News, or Comcast. Welcome not unto my basement. Where are we? Yay! It's orange in here. I thought this was the renovation. <laughs> yes. Uh, this you, is the new basement. It's the new basement, y'all. I've uh, expanded, dug holes. It's uh, dug holes sideways. We're at Nickelmania, and uh, we want to thank Michael from Nickelmania, who is the sponsor of the uh, GeekShowPodcast.com. Uh, Michael, thank you for letting us uh, play in your uh, play place. Yeah. All of these games, Michael's one of those guys who, you know, like... Is, is true geek. He collected and bought all of these games. Got and, the old school gauntlet over there. And uh, his his wife finally said, "Why don't you open up a place?" And so here you are. I uh, got all of these great old games, and we're going to be we're going to talk to him uh, in a bit about you know where he finds these things and where did he find them? He's here. Toys. He is here all the time fixing them and stuff, which reminds me, I need to talk to him about House of the Dead. Uh, <laughs> it's just a little off, just a little off. Because I was doing my John Woo two handed gun thing. House of the Dead. And not so much, huh? Which, which you can afford so to do at Nickelmania, because at yes. a regular quarter arcade, you would have been out 20 bucks for two guns. And that's why I uh, never, only rarely did it. All right. So with the nickels, uh, uh, that's great. I came here two weeks ago with uh, with the wife. And me. And and Jeff. I think the we got, wife. I thought you meant Jeff. We got uh, $10 in quarter, I mean $10 in nickels, and played for like two hours, and by the end of it, we're just like, oh my God, I just want to get rid of these nickels now. <laughs> so you yeah, just started going around just putting same. Brought, ski ball. brought my two kids and my wife down here, and on uh, 15 bucks, I think we still had nickels to bring today. So, Well, it's only two twenty-five to get in, and uh, they keep the place clean and in working order. It doesn't smell like a... Doesn't smell geek. like geek. Doesn't smell like geek in doesn't here. Doesn't smell like a crotch in here. That's nice. <laughs> or a geek crotch. 6051 South State in Murray. Uh, come down and see them, all the classic uh, games and everything. It's Nickelmania. Thank you, Michael, for letting us play in your play place. All right, uh, Geek Show, let's uh, inter- inter- introduce the panel. Uh, first of all, Mr. Pierce Fresh from the TV Critics Association. What? It's Television Critics Association press tour. Press in, tour. In beautiful Universal City, California. He, just, oh. he flew in just for the Geek I, Show. He drove in. And boys, his arms tight. Because, because the budget's is tight, so he drove in and has been here very, very briefly. And uh, are, are you going back, or are you... No, this is the... Well, the summer. Because you're always on the road. God willing. So... This summer, hopefully. <laughs> You're going to tell us all about it, though. though you, anything you want to know. Okay, because we're going to talk uh, Battlestar Galactica. We can talk some Battlestar Galactica and some Lost and some and some other things. So, uh, Scott Pierce, TV critic, Deseret News, DeseretNews.com. Jeff Weiss, film critic, DesNews.com. Fresh wow. out of Sundance, yo. Yo. Fresh out of Sundance. And uh, Oh, we can talk Sundance if you'd like. I've been up there as well. It's a... Uh, I think your let's, celebrities. Let's not. I think your Hollywood celebrities scum. are snottier than my celebrities. I yes. agree, they are. Okay. So uh, Jeff uh, at DeseretNews dot com. Jeff at DesNews dot com is his email if you want to talk mm-hmm. to him. Lee George Cade, artist and uh, poet, toy, toy designer, and toy designer, and miniature painter, and my really. Obi-Wan you Kenobi. look normal size to me. No, no, I, I, I don't. Oh. I do actually shrink down to twenty eight millimeter. Oh, I paint weird. Them with giant brushes. That's B- what she said. BFSMinis.com. <laughs> BFSMinis.com. I got to memorize your website. Thank you, uh, Shannon Barnson. How's it going? <laughs> Wild card, bartender, yeah. Birch Tiki Lounge, and Bauer, twenty-four and Bauer, twenty-four West. enthusiast, and uh, we'll be talking twenty-four. God, we'll do, we're going to do a oh, lot of TV. Just, I think, oh yes, in this episode. So and produced ably by the good-looking. Hi, Zach Shot. Looking fancy. He's got a glow. 
I know. I'm happy today. Look where I am. I think oh, he's in. True. He's oh, in I thought he was in love, but it's the games, isn't it? Oh no, so, he loves yeah. the games. Yeah. And uh, Derek Hunter, uh, PirateClub.com, could not be here uh, this episode and next episode. He had some stuff. Family stuff. Just some, some stuff. He some stopped stuff. by my house uh, before we left. Oh, did he? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sounds. Uh, well, okay, well, sounds you know, pretty crappy. You let can, uh, let you this be a warning me. to you: never, never get married. Or just oh. move away, move far, what? far away from your family. Zach, yes. What do I tell you every day? Don't get married. Don't son. get married. All right. There I, you go. I've been married for 15 years, and I don't regret it. He's an, well. You're an anomaly, sir. Well, that's I love my true. wife. But you I, see, hi. I love my wife. She, I don't care because she doesn't listen to the show anyway. She can't hear me here. But, so. You know, I, I married Rachel for her Star Wars figure collection. So wow. that's true love. Yeah. We, we share we, we share got, uh, that 1980 Yoda. Sue, Sue and I got married, and she wanted to sell my Star Wars uh, <laughs> collection. So, yeah. uh, that's a different thing. I, I got married for the uncomfortable silences. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. I, I, what I, what do, I tell you, Zach? I yeah. do have a quick warning, yes. um, really quick. Uh, every once in a while, I like to bring some of my homebrewed hard cider to, to recordings. Yes. Um, and not, not here at Nickel Mania, of course, but your basement. Uh, the other night, for fun, I thought I would push the envelope. I've never done more than two bottles. I drank three. Oh, tested. You tested. That's like that's like pushing the Enterprise past warp ten. I think I could do it. <laughs> I she don't take no, any more, no, Captain. Sir. No, I think sir. I could. You know how you know how you lost all the feeling in your hands and feet after two yeah. bottles. Uh, I lost all sense of time, space, and reality. Well, here's the thing. I think I adapt to alcohols. So well, you're like a um, mutant. You, you are. Like, you are. That's like Irish. My, my mutant power. You morph. Maybe we should uh, get the digital recorder. You and I just sit down and, I think yeah, and drink like idea. three of those well, and see what see, happens. Here's the thing. I, I, I actually <laughs> managed to somehow levitate up a flight of stairs sideways. That sounds bitching, and I'd yeah. like to do that myself. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's begin. Uh, we, of course, uh, Sad news. have to talk about Ricardo Montalban. Oh, oh, such a bummer. It's a good thing Derek's not here because he'd start throwing crap around about Montalban's prosthetic that he never had. He never res- did not have. Out of respect, I'm not going to address that. Well, and, and I have... Because I, I was hoping Derek would be here. There's video proof on YouTube. I compiled evidence. Oh, a from list old of evidence movies? Uh-huh. From, from people who know him. And, uh, of course, there's the director's uh, track on Wrath of Khan 2, uh, where the director says, Nicholas Meyer. I want everyone to know that's all Montalban. That is all him. But, like, if you watch the old movies with, like, Esther Williams. Exactly. The, he has a big chest there, too. But yeah. I, yeah, but he wasn't, like, 70 years old. <laughs> but but the, the thing with him is is he was uh, so close to paralyzed in his older age that all he had to do was work out the upper body. That's right. That's true. And uh, let's see. So, uh, well, I've got his whole uh, thing here, but I do have audio yeah. that proves conclusively. Can you play this for yeah, these sure. guys? Uh, it's his son talking about... His dad's chest. I know that's and creepy, isn't it? Is What's that his son name? Is his son named Alan? Alan Montalban? No, um, it's Ricky Ricardo Montalban. It's twi- <laughs> Tweaky. Tweaky. Tweaky Where? Montalban. Do you have that? There we go. It's from the 62-year-old Montalban's portrayal of the muscle-bound maniac from the 21st century led audiences to wonder whether the villain's built-up pecs were real. The chest was his own. Ricardo Bye. had worked out to bulk up for the part. You know, buffed up for it, you know, and, and, and most of the fans remember that part of it. You look, know, that's Ricardo Mola, he's really big. And um, so it was, it was fun. And uh, we were all very excited. We knew this was a big movie and big break for Dad. So there it is. Oh, whatever. Isn't Once it interesting how the, Derek. The, the ongoing controversy of all the chests in Hollywood that we could be arguing over mm-hmm. whether they're real or not. Yeah. <laughs> we just keep talking about Ricardo Montalban. Montalban. Dude, I loved, I, well, I still love Montalban. 
Well, he's, he is the man. The and uh, if you, if you, well, go ahead. What, what was the villain he played on Freakazoid? So Gutierrez, Gutierrez. so awesome. Which yeah. was just a parody of and, of. And he of just, Cobb, the guy yeah. just yeah. played. That was the thing. He enjoyed his work so much. I you wish, could tell just listening to him, watching him, everything. I wish we had that sound clip of a. Uh, I am not the weenie. Yeah, you, you, you are, are the weenie. weenie. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he never called him Freakazoid. He called him Freakazoid. Freakazoid. <laughs> go, uh, go on our website at geekshowpodcast.com. Click on the forum. And uh, I can't remember which section it's in, but uh, uh, Substance D and uh, Martin J. Decay have posted clips from YouTube. Or even if you just YouTube Freakazoid or uh, uh, Ricardo Montalban, you'll Love find. You'll find I, it's under, I think it's either under general discussion or pod, podcast show discussion. Yeah. So uh, look for them there. But uh, here it is, uh, Space Seed, if you're not familiar, and uh, and a lot of people are not, get Space Seed, the classic Trek episode, then go to Star Trek II, Wrath of Khan. Now, now this led to a big discussion. Oh, and don't forget the Chrysler Cordoba. His, uh, his, rich coffin, Corinthian Corinthian his coffin was lined uh, with rich it. Corinthian leather. Was it really? Zach doesn't slaughtered. get that. He's too young. Yeah, I'm oh, too that, young. That would be kind of like the Orson Welles, Paul Masson wine Too young and too hung. That's, That's what right. I've heard. So, uh, <laughs> but it was it was on uh, biography. Uh, I, I learned all this stuff about his early career and how he's a huge star in Mexico. Yes. Huge. Gigantic. He could have stayed there. And, and if he had, he wouldn't have been trampled by a horse and partially paralyzed in 1951. Point. See, America ruins everything. Yep. But, by Is the way, you're by the way, I want to bring up one of my favorite geek memories of uh, Ricardo Montalban, not just Freakazoid and Star Trek. In the Planet of the Apes movies. Oh, yeah. Oh, That's yeah. right. He was Armando, right? Armando. That's the, right. The circus guy. I love, out of all the apes, the chimpanzee was my favorite. That's good stuff. <laughs> the chimpanzee. And, uh, you know, my, my kids my kids adored the guy from the Spy Kids movies. Oh, yeah. He which, had the flying wheelchair. Yeah, he, he was Grandpa, well, right? He had a robot suit in the 3D version. He was Grandpa Spy Kid. Yeah, mm-hmm. he was. Grandpa he was Spy great. Kid. He was awesome. Uh, anyway, so there, so there's all this great stuff uh, about him, but this this became the big the big question, the big debate after uh, after he passed. We were talking about it. Who was the biggest baddest Star Trek villain that Kirk ever faced? Khan, the Gorn, <laughs> or God, or the Mugatu? Huh. Well, Khan, the, dude, the Mugatu, Khan. The Mugatu, he was screwed up because that woman okay. put that mo- that mojo stuff on. Well, let's let's break it down. Khan, the bionic poop. Khan, of course, the only way. Well, Khan took over the ship mm-hmm. in in no time at with all with his amazing powers of seduction. And so, and and spoiler alert, he helped kill Spock. Well, we'll we'll get to that. I'm breaking it down in the timeline. Yeah. So did? the only way that Kirk could beat him was kind of cheating. He pulled this this. He used a, he had to use a weapon. Oh yeah, he pulled to, that thing. Had out. to bludgeon him with that thing that they had conveniently well, sticking out of the engineering room but, wall. But Kirk, mm-hmm. you know, was not genetically engineered, so it was sort of he Point. was just sort of okay. evening the playing I'm field. Just, I'm just breaking it down. Then of course yeah. we go to Wrath of Khan. He manages to uh, outwit him continuously, dis- destroys the ship, and kills his best friend. Yeah. So okay, so he's a badass, right? Right. All right, Gorn. The Gorn. Look what look what Kirk had to do to defeat him. Plus, had to make a cannon out of a piece of bamboo. You know, you had to, <laughs> exactly some diamonds. But even then, the the Gorn didn't die. No. So the Gorn was pretty tough. But the Gorn had the handicap but of having the world's worst. The Gorn was he only ever. had to face a Gorn once. Yeah. And look at all the trouble that the Gorn caused him. And, That's and true. Didn't kill Spock. That's true. That's true. Now the Mugatu, I think, may be 
the most powerful thing that he has ever faced. <laughs> well, and yeah, the Magatu, the, that's that the Magatu, that's that white ape that's, with the horn, that's right? The white gorilla with the, the horn. The okay. Magatu only had uh, it was only so powerful because that that witch doctor woman smeared that crap all over Kirk that made him so horny he couldn't fight straight. Well, here's yep. here's the thing. The Mugatu, on screen for what, 30 seconds? <laughs> Bites him, takes him down. Yeah, that's true. Bites him, takes him down. But you know what? The most powerful villain he ever faced was that, that chick that switched bodies with him. Thank you. I you think? Turnabout yeah. intruder. Because we got we got to see exactly how bad of an actor Shatner is when he's playing a woman. <laughs> I, I think the... Uh, we got to see that so much I think his, uh, his, worst, his worst opponent that he ever faced was uh, something called uh, Mel Pattern Baldness. <laughs> And I would say the worst villain he had to face was wearing the... <laughs> the girdle? Would, no, wearing the Starfleet underoos in Star Trek The Motion Picture. That yeah, would have been pretty tough. bad. And yeah. then there's also the, well, the villainy we call the uh, Row, Row, Row Your Boat song round in Star Trek V. Oh, that was, that was De- DeForest Kelly's worst enemy. That's true. Uh, uh, my, here's my final argument for the Mugatu. Out of all three of these, had no lines. Had and everything no is funnier lines. with... And everything is funnier with monkeys. And it is a monkey. Yeah. All right. Monkey with a horn. Uh, so there we go. Thank you, Ricardo Montalban, for all you shall be missed, all sir. for all your stuff. But you know, he didn't die tragically, and that I'm happy about. He mm-hmm. he had a rich life. He yeah. had a full life. He he was a really nice man that everybody who met really enjoyed meeting, and mm-hmm. uh, so he had a good life. I'm happy. Oh, I'm happy do you think, that he, do you think so, Hervé was sitting there waiting for him in heaven? Hervé went straight to hell. Yeah, Hervey was in hell. Hervey was not a good guy. They don't send midgets to hell. Yeah, they do. They have a special midget hell. Didn't yeah, you see that? Shorter uh, ceilings. Didn't no. you see that Oingo Boingo movie? Oh, the, uh, the Danger no. Zone. No, the Dan- forbidden, forbidden, forbidden Zone. zone yeah. Midget hell. It, they call it Munchkin Land. Munchkin Land. All right, so uh, now we uh, go to our producer, Zach Shot. Hi. Who, uh, who has news of not of a death, but of someone ailing. This Mr. Is, this Steve was a Jobs. big deal for, for Zach. He oh, was, yeah. He posted about it immediately. Came over, to my cubi- came over to my cubicle and went, oh, God, what am I going to do? So now what, what happened exactly? Well, Steve Jobs stepped down um, until June, um, but really I don't think he's going to come back. Didn't he have pancreatic cancer yeah, like uh-huh. several years ago? Usually yeah. you don't come back from that. Yeah. Does no. this mean there's an opening at Apple? Yes. Yeah. Okay. You want to apply? Yeah. Okay, cool. All right. I'll put cool. it in my stack of resumes. Well, you kind of saw it coming. When you look at some of his keynotes and stuff, you can see the switch in power. It's kind of weird, but... Now, did, uh, do you, is this going to affect uh, how how great and innovative Apple has I don't has think been? So. Really? It's, or is it's it? big team effort. I don't think he had a lot to. Well, I, he did have a lot to do with it, but you know, Max nice a big team. Nice yeah. collection of black T-shirts. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Turtlenecks. Everything at our paper <laughs> runs on Apple. Does that mean we're not going to be able to put the paper out anymore? That's right. I yeah. have a theory. Exactly. A theory? Why he's just going away till June? Mm-hmm. Why he's going to he's going to come back as the eye jobs. He's downloading his brain into oh. some sort of... <laughs> it's like that movie with Mimi. Some sort of Mac-based <laughs> machine. Yeah, the I am the iJobs. But, the, but the, the nice thing is it'll be compatible with a lot of things. You won't have to worry about right. you know weird Kernel 32 errors. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. I am iJobs. <laughs> Go on a safari with iJobs. <laughs> That's terrible. Oh. All right. Anyway, well, we, we, we yeah. wish him the what best What did you have for lunch, do. Jeff? What? What's the matter? What the hell? I don't know. Jeff keeps making these faces, and there's this noise that goes like. Yeah. He had Sundance for lunch. Oh. I, I had a, I had a can of toast for breakfast. That's all I've had today. A can, can? of toast. Beer. Yeah, it's beer. That's oh. what I call it. Oh. It's 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 wheat. It's mostly wheat. Yes. Uh, I put some want, butter in it. Do you want to talk uh, briefly about Sundance, uh, uh, Jeff? Is there anything? Uh, 
because you, you've been seeing a lot of films as of the recording uh, the, uh, of this episode of uh, GeekShowPodcast.com. There's nothing that exciting. Uh, <laughs> and, and there aren't very many celebrities, as people have already noticed. You did meet one. Yeah, Spike Lee. He, boy, he was awesome. Oh, you met Spike Lee. Uh, and by awesome, I mean he wasn't do you awesome. You mean he was a big snot I, who did you guys terrorist fist bump? I, I believe the word that you uh, texted to me was uh, douchebag. You so would be correct, was, sir. So he was kind of a dick to you. Huh? Yeah, exactly. And by the way, he was also seen in public text messaging through the entire Robert Redford opening press conference. Well, that's Sunday. classy. Aww. Yeah, that's darn well, right. Well, let's Aww. let's think about this is this is the man who sued Viacom. Viacom, yes. Yeah. Because he felt that when they named a channel Spike, oh, that's right. Right. they were infringing upon his awesomeness. Yeah. Mm, that they right. were not doing the right thing. <laughs> I um, like that. What was that channel called before it was Spike? Um, Men TV. No, it was... No. Um, well, originally it was. Oh, wow. It was originally. It was called. It was, please, uh, please watch us, please. It was uh, the <laughs> no, Nashville. Network. The Nashville Network, that's TNN. Right. But then yeah, it was TNN, something else you. before it became. That was Spike, all Dukes of Hazard all the time, and that's pretty manly. Yes. Uh, so, so nothing that you've seen so far uh, really. Uh, that, that's blown my doors off, and and a lot of the things that people were interested in, like the. The Dead Snow, Nazi Zombie movie. All the geeks are excited about that. I'm hearing really bad things about it. That's oh, what I've been hearing, too. Yeah. I don't care. Um, <laughs> Nazi zombies, just get me How a do you seat. lose? I'll sit there. I yeah. Guess, I guess you do lose. Uh, and I'm hearing bad things about the Broken Lizard movie, too, actually. The Slammin' Salmon. Slammin' Bummer. Salmon. That's at, sl- that's at uh, Slam Dance. Do you, you know, that would be the first trailer for a Broken Lizard movie that I didn't laugh at. And it was a Red Band trailer. So you'd think that... There would have been something that would have made me go, oh, cool, mm. ha funny. Mm. No, I just, yeah. I I met one celebrity so far mm-hmm. uh, in uh, our radio interviews, and uh, that was, uh, right now I can't remember his name, the Sphinx for Mystery Men. Oh, anyone, uh, anyone, 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 Udy. Yes. Uh, Stuart? West Studi. West Studi, that's it, West Studi. Oh, really? Yeah, who, who, who's in a, a Western that I'm actually hearing uh, decent things about. He, was he in American Beauty, too? No. No, that's West. No. Somebody. West yeah. Studi was West in Bentley. Those, uh, West so you haven't met a celebrity because none of us know who he is. West Studi. I know who he is. <laughs> okay, because well, you're, you're a film nerd. Well, nerd. No, he 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 chased Daniel Day Lewis all through. Uh, Last of the Mohicans. Uh, Last of the Mohicans. Yeah. He was the bad guy Indian, and he in this he was the Sphinx in the Mystery Men movie with uh, Ben Stiller and those guys. Is he, is he a Native American dude? He mm-hmm. is yes. very much. And boy, what he's just got this face, man. He is so intimidating. Yeah, he's a nice you know, guy, though. IMDb him. That's he's what a, I thought. He's you, really you, you, nice and very oh, I, friendly. I know who he's he is. coward the entire time you're He's always got a wolf with him, right? He's always got a timber wolf Essentially, with him. Essentially, yes. He, he struck me as the kind of guy who at any moment could have could have stuck his arm out and a hawk would have landed on it. Wow. <laughs> and, he, and he would have had, like, total command over that hawk, you know, at any wow. time. And he would have said, yes, fair hawk, run and, and kill Spike Lee for me. I you thought know. you were going to say you could stuck, stick his hand out and, like, rip your heart from your chest or something. He, he does probably do that, too. 20 feet away. But I don't think he's part of the Molaram And remain cult. impeccably well-dressed uh-huh. while Excellent. doing it. I like him. Um, but, I, uh, no, I was, you know, to be honest, I was way more excited about other film news this week that had nothing to do with Sundance. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, for, for one thing, there's the new round of Coraline trailers in which we finally fi- found out who did the mu- who's doing the music for the movie. They might be giants. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, there were the photos on, on various websites of the monsters from the live-action version of where look. the mo- wild things are. Oh. Which, they look so Which is cool. either going to rule or suck. Yeah. Spike Jones, by the way. They look really good. I mean, they look They've like... They've already got the, the Coraline drawing. stuff all over Universal theme park. Yeah. And now, remind me what Coraline is. 
It's, it's based based on a book by uh, Neil Gaiman. Yeah, it's a short story for uh, for is it roughly preteen and teenagers. It's, it's very solid from Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah, yeah. stop motion and animation, and it's really creepy. Cool. Yeah, it looks really awesome. It comes out in February. Well, my my kids just read the book a couple weeks ago, and and they absolutely loved it. So if they keep the the spirit of the book at all, it's going to be really cool. Uh, Henry Selleck also made James and the Giant Peach, which I thought was oh nearly oh, brilliant says, as oh, well. That's yeah. a great movie. Yeah. A lot of fun. Um, and and of and of course, the Watchmen deal is over. Oh, you want to big bring us, surprise? Bring us up to speed on that. Well, it it like, made the front of Variety. Like I said two weeks ago, there was way too much money on the line for this not to get settled out of court. Did, did you see the joke they they cracked on one of the online sites? They said that uh, uh, Fox must be full of Watchmen settlement money because they're reshooting set, huge chunks of Wolverine now. Yes, <laughs> um, like they're going to get. Wolverine. They could get between five and eight percent of the gross, depending on yeah the, of, of, of the points for Watchmen, and 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 apparently there was some sort of settlement between five to ten million dollars to to pay for the development rights that Fox originally had. Yeah. Um. I, well, the the awesome thing is that apparently Fox did not get the rights to the Batman TV show that they wanted. Good. <laughs> apparently, that's still. Uh, a hot dispute between the two, but but I, I don't know if that's good because doesn't oh. that mean it's still not out on DVD? Oh, I thought that Bingo. meant, yes. oh, thought that, meant that, that it was resolved. That was no. part of no. what Fox wanted. No. They wanted no. the, Warner the Brothers Adam West series. Because, yeah. dude, I would buy that. I love I that show totally so much. Warner's does not want this to see the light of day. Hmm. They don't. They think. Well, now the the movie was released on Blu-ray. Yes, but Warner's Warner's and DC are all about. Let's make grim and gritty superhero movies now, and and anything that tarnishes that DC just does not want it now. And you know you don't have to because I rewatched Iron Man last night. It's it's know, fairly lighthearted. Despite and you know what it is, it's lighthearted, and it's everyone's raving about the Dark Knight. You know, I'm Iron Man's a great movie. I can't decide. It, it, uh, thank I, you. I, 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 I like, like Iron, Iron Man, Man better. better. You know, uh, uh, because they're both incredibly good. I mean, I put them up there with Spider-Man 2 as far as comic book movies go. Oh, my favorite of the summer was still Hellboy 2. So. Yeah. Hellboy 2. And thank you for reminding me. That that was the other news, obviously, about Iron Man 2, about who's talking about playing the villains oh, yes. in, in the movie. Uh Mickey Mickey Rourke, there's still some debate as to who he's playing, if it's Crimson Dynamo or Whiplash, who, by the way, look him up on Wikipedia. He's really lame. Almost as lame as Gamecock. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> Whiplash, yes. Uh, lame villain. Sa- Sam Rockwell playing a new... I thought you were talking about Mickey Rourke being lame. I was going to say, ooh, but he's scary. Don't say it to his face. Yeah. Apparently he's going to be at Sundance. Uh, Sam Rockwell's playing a- another villain named Dustin or uh, Justin Hammer, and... It's just basically an evil... Tony yes. Stark and yeah. uh, and apparently Black Widow may be in the movie as well. That's what I hear. Yes, Tallulah Bankhead. Uh, M- Emily Blunt. <laughs> Emily Blunt is is Whoa. who they're looking at playing the character. You, wasn't Tallulah Bankhead? Uh, you, wasn't Pierce. she like the Black Widow in in the old Batman <laughs> show? Yes. Okay, <laughs> I didn't imagine that. Wow. <laughs> That's what you call a callback. That is good. <laughs> See, it all it all ties together. I was just obscure referenced out of the room. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Thank you, Dennis Miller. That's um, happened twice. <laughs> and uh, let's see the uh, the the last bit of movie news I have here is a live action Cowboy Bebop movie. Okay, yeah. am, I only, am I the only person at this table who actually gives a crap about Cowboy Bebop? Uh, I think so. Yes. No, because I'll I will have to see it. Okay. Is that a new dance? No, Cowboy Bebop is uh, 1997 Sunrise Studios in Japan made what is considered to be one of the top 
five anime series, which is not time. hard to do. And I, I watched Depends. a few episodes, <laughs> yeah. and it, it wasn't. It was. It's a continuous, you know, continuous twenty-six episode gangster bounty hunter western space epic. Uh, Fantastically played, and the idea. My wife and I, we like to kind of like dreamcast shows. This show is great. The characters are fantastic. Uh, even the English version of it's really good. Uh, it's a tragic show, but you never knew who to cast the main character as. Spike Spiegel is is kind of a hard character to capture. Keanu Reeves playing him is actually perfect because that's he's got the, that that's the news I have received. So the guy's quiet, just quiet zen thing, lame going and on. quiet and. No, one he's, note. he's he is lame and quiet in one note, but he's also like insane and murderous. And uh, this this could be one of the coolest right, which, looking live action. Which uh, Keanu Reeves will not be able to pull off that well, last part. Well, it, well, people kind of forget that Keanu Reeves was good in the Matrix, and they also forget that Keanu Reeves was amazing in Little Buddha. Shut as the Buddha, so he was. He was incredible in Little Buddha. He was amazing. Uh, uh, it's okay. the uh, the same people who brought you the day the Earth stood still. Oh, good. Oh. So this bodes well. So, the original or the remake? The remake. <laughs> and and yeah. by the people, do we mean the producers or do we mean? It the... says here, Erwin uh, Ir- Ir- Stoff, the producer, yeah, is going to produce Cowboy Bebop. Peter Craig will pen the uh, screenplay. It's 20th Century Fox. So there you go. Uh, and, and the other thing I've heard, and again, this is for people who watch the Cowboy Bebop TV show. They're talking about adapting the first couple of episodes of the TV show into this movie. It's a good show. If you hate anime, this is a show that you might actually like. I, I'll admit, and I watched some of them, and it didn't make me want to gouge my eyes out. There That's is, true. there is Seriously, it's one of those things where you watch the first couple episodes, and you go, okay, this is all right. I don't want to gouge my eyes out. You get to the fifth episode, and it's so intense and insane, and you know, John Woo probably took some notes while watching the fifth episode of Cowboy Bebop. Uh, it's, it's that good of a show. You just want to talk about this because it's so much fun to say Cowboy Bebop. It is fun, and that's that's part of the philosophy. The show's name actually makes sense when you watch the show. These guys are jazz nuts. They I, love oh, jazz. I think it's jazz music. Cowboy oh, okay. Bebop. Great. Cowboy Bebop. Uh, let's see. Uh, the, I've got some Transformer news, but... Yeah, well, yeah, who Transformer I'm, movie. I'm, I'm less excited about Transformers as a movie as Shannon is about Cowboy Bebop. Yeah, there's, uh, there's going to be a uh, Pretender Transformer, and it's looking like we're going to see... Transformers joining together to make one giant Transformer. Right, the uh, trans- Voltron. A Constructbot or whatever it is. Yeah, Isn't like that, 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 um, those the Constructicons yeah. and the Dinobots. What, what's a Pretender? Uh, I don't know. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. It turns into Chrissy yeah. Hind. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Uh, I just hope there's a sweaty uh, Megan Fox in it. Well, uh, this is going to drive uh, uh, Jeff crazy because I remember the thing he hated about the Transformer, and a lot of people did, was <sighs> the outrageous crazy humor. What? You know, peeing motor oil? Peeing motor oil? Come on. This is the script and hi- writer. And hiding around the corner. This uh. is the. You're going to get more of that. The script writer says, and I got this on uh, IGN, the outrageous crazy humor is more outrageous. Oh. Yay. But then. So, so what? Is there going to be like a, a rainbow shower going on or something? Maybe. But then, so is the serious side of it. Mm. So it'll go from the serious. If I were Michael Bay, I would just say, I make good action. Let's just make action and screw the story. To the outrageous crazy Yay! humor. So, uh, and uh, according to ILM, and this is another thing that bugged Jeff, was the uh, the lips and the facial expressions and stuff. Uh, ILM has improved that part. Of better the, lips. Of, That's of what of the Optimus movie Prime needed. Is, Dude, I you know, better lips. I'm, I, th- I had no complaints with that movie. I, I mean, I thought it was big dumb fun. Yeah. You know? I, I mean, I th- there was the part, the pee and whatever. That was like, what, two minutes of the movie? 
Well, I guess it was it was the uh, it was the diehard Transformers geeks who had a real problem. I guess my problem. All was I, I wanted didn't... to see was big giant robots that turned into cars and then kick and then turn back and kick the crap out I of each other. I just didn't care I about. I didn't care about Transformers to begin with. If it had been a Robotech movie, I would have been crazy about it. You Thank will, you, Lee George Cade. You will get your wish someday uh, soon. Yes. And, 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 and I'll add this about the Transformers yes. movie. All the stuff with the humans bored me to tears. Yeah, I just didn't care. Except for the part with uh, Megan Fox fixing the car. And I was into that. Yeah, and I was, you know, she must have been fixing that car for a long time because she was really oily before well, she even got the trunk. Well, you know why? Arr. She's a girl. Not Arr. Arr. Oh, I'm kidding. All right. Uh, and final movie news. I just wanted to mention this because, you know, this movie Notorious is out. <laughs> And it's about uh, Biggie Smalls. Sure. One of the, uh, you know, one of the... Uh, the most ironically named rappers out there. One of the godhead of, uh, of the hip-hop world. And uh, there was... Uh, his movie is premiered. Jeff has not seen it. Nope. They didn't pre-screen it in the Salt Lake market. And uh, so there was a big uh, screening and an after-party in New York City. And... Uh, Four guys were stabbed at the after party. <laughs> oh, so, great. Awesome. I just, I just well, now, Did that happen? Uh, something similar happened uh, at this uh, screening for uh, Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> four guys, people were like four, four guys attacked each other with lightsabers. No, four guys were force choked. <laughs> after the. <laughs> there were no, force choking. Actually, I think they. Choked on their large hot dogs, but I just I just have to say to uh, to all of the uh, the guys involved in this, you're not helping hip hop's <laughs> no, reputation. Not helping the cause. You're bud. not that helping just, the cause. That just that just throws the stereotype. Do you, do you right think like oh, so? We've got Obama being inaugurated this week. Do you think he reads stuff like that and just goes, "God damn it"? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, no, I think the thing that makes him say that is when he sees. No, I think Notorious finished number four at the box office this weekend. A pale, distant fourth to Paul Blart Mall Cop, oh, the number yeah. one movie in the country. How about that? What was number one? Paul Blart Mall Cop. <sighs> Kevin James oh. is a fat On a Segway oh. scooter. And falling and rolling. And and, uh, <laughs> and he's in a mall. Lots right. of farting. <laughs> it looks funny. Coming up after the break, we're going to talk TV. Mr. Pierce is back with some news. We're going to talk Battlestar Galactica. And we will talk Obama. And we're going to talk 24. And he's upset. Yeah, we'll talk 24. We'll talk 24. Uh, Obama I, has upset the comic book world. I also need to mention uh, the newest place you can find the Geek Show podcast or is online. Where is that? We'll do it after the, show, after okay. the break. Well, you can find it right now at geekshowpodcast.com. Where? New episodes uh, every Monday afternoon as soon as mm-hmm. Zach is finished producing them. Yeah. <laughs> he throws them in the kitchen sink. I do. Uh, and they're available on Comcast On Demand. Hello, everyone. Uh, on uh, Channel One, Utah On Demand, Geek Show. New episodes uh, weekly, usually on Friday afternoons is what I'm told. Also, there's the MySpace page, myspace.com. The Nobody Geek goes show. to that. And Facebook. Facebook is is uh, is there courtesy of Lee George Cade. So it's, fa- it's uh, Facebook.com. Mostly it's Jimmy. I think you just search Jimmy's here. Yeah. Geek Show. Or, yeah, just type yeah. Ge- just type Geek Show in and uh, Geek Show Podcast. You'll find us on Facebook and the Text Club and text us seven ninety six forty with the word Geek and uh, and and Zach will keep you up to date with what's going uh-huh. on. It's like magic, including our movie night, which we will uh, talk about right after or, the. Or just come by my house and I'll tell you what happened. That's on the true. Show. That's true. After if I can remember. <laughs> after these messages, we'll be right back. Duck hunt. Uh, hey, this is uh, this is Eric tomorrow. Uh, yes. I uh, 
God damn it. I hate that little dog. This is Eric Tomorrow uh, from the Mediocre Show. MediocreShow.com. I, uh, I really like the game Duck Hunt, uh, but recently my, my girlfriend told me that I, I spend too much time playing Duck Hunt. Yes, and um, she wanted me to spend a little less time on the Duck Hunt, because I mean, I'm, I'm really doing it a lot. So I thought what I would do instead of playing Duck Hunt all the time is, is uh, once a week I would listen to the Geek Show, because uh, it's about as good as, uh, as playing Duck Hunt almost, but not quite. Um, so yeah, check them out. And welcome back. Thunderbirds are go. <laughs> I kicked yes, some ass indeed. on Qbert during that break. How did you beat Jeff's high score? Uh, I jumped around on some cubes. Really? <laughs> My guess is... It changed colors. My guess is no. no. Uh, <laughs> I don't understand what uh, you're supposed to do. Uh, you're supposed to change those cubes' colors. To a consistent color. To all right, one but color. what's the, what's the backstory? Does, does Cubert have an origin? Uh, you know, there was a, in, 19, in 1983, NBC did have a short-lived Cubert cartoon. That's right, they, they did. did. have an origin. Uh, I want you all to know that I have not gotten any better at Donkey Kong since 1981. I still <laughs> suck. I've never cleared the first screen. They're, wor- they're already working on a sequel, Cowboy Bebop versus Cubert. <laughs> really? Yeah. And for me, it's Frogger. I never got any better at never, Frogger. Never crossed really? that down road, huh? Well, you Tron, had, dude. What yeah. a lame... Game movie, it's, well, it's, but at it's, least you're only out a nickel to find that that's out. That's true. You you know you have fond I mean, memories. You know how many it, quarters you know? I wasted in 1981 trying to get past the first stupid screen on Donkey Kong? Really? I'm talking like you know, and I'm I'm you've 11. never gotten past. I've never really? passed the first screen on Donkey Kong. Oh. So here I'm 39 years old. Come to Nickel Mania a couple weeks ago. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. I got three bucks in nickels. I'm gonna beat this bad boy. 60 nickels later, yeah, I still haven't cleared the first <laughs> wow. screen. Wow, I All suck. Right. But but, uh, but huh? by by the way, thank you for bringing up Frogger, because that was the scurrilous rumor I wanted to start this week. Oh, okay. Frogger the movie. Frogger the movie, <laughs> starring, starring Shia LaBeouf. And, uh, and who's directing it? Uh, Paul W S. Paul, P- yeah. Paul W S. Anderson. Yeah. And uh, the voice of Eddie Murphy as yes. Frogger. I'm the frog. As the alligator. That's right. That comes and gets you. I'm gonna eat you, frog. Very good. Well, you know, they almost made a Pitfall Harry movie. That's true. Based off Activision's Pitfall game. They uh, they did a really good remake of it with uh, Bruce Campbell. As Pitfall? As the voice. As Harry? Of Harry. Cool. It was very good. I still ha- I have it somewhere. Anyway. Wow. Um, uh, thank you, Nickel Mania, for letting us play here. Uh, admission's only two twenty five, and you can play for Nickels. Or, or you can go online uh, to their website and print off a thing so you can get in for 99 cents. Go to our website and click on the banner, uh, GeekShowPodcast.com, yeah. 6051 South State. And it's not just video games. They have pinball machines. They have skee-ball. They have uh, they have a ticket redemption counter so you can get some army men for your boy, Zach. Dan- I mean, dancing so girls that do. only take nickels. And, uh, mm-hmm. and plastic fangs. Some very heavy yeah. G-strings. <laughs> I want you to wear some plastic <laughs> fangs before we leave. Blah. All right, let's, uh, let's talk TV. And uh, where course, to start? I'm where very to start? well. Battlestar Galactica. Let's start there. Oh gosh, just, wasn't that a great episode? I finally, yeah, the, yeah, it was pretty cool, as man. Of this, as of this airing, it's just the first episode of the final. And there season. were and there were not one, not two, not three, but four really Five. surprising, yeah. shocking. WT. Yeah. By the way, yeah. spoiler alert, jerks. We're going to talk about. Yeah, it. Yeah, we're going to yeah. talk about it. So if you want to know, too bad. Just uh, screw you. Kara Thrace finding her own body. Oh, that was wicked. Cool. I wasn't even thinking about that one. How that, that's that's number five. Oh, there's five. Yeah. 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 How cool! I mean, well, she, okay, she but pulls the helmet off, and her own her own yeah. smoking skull is staring back at her. It's just like that Whoa. was so cool. But the thing is, at that point, you thought, "Well, she's got to be the last Cylon." No, but she's not. No. What is she? I don't know. She's I wish someone would just tell us. She's a precious baby. What does angel. that mean? 
Well, I don't know. In Cylon mythology, we don't know. See, Let the harbinger of my, death is. My, my TV critic pals and I are having this discussion as to how this is going to end and whether my contention is that it, it, it can't end as dark as it's been because they don't want to turn people off from watching I don't Cavern. care if they end it darker. But I'm just saying, I, my, my feeling is that commerce will make them make it not totally know. dark. I'm, I'm, that's just there, me. There's I might more be than wrong. those five bombshells, though. You had what? Earth was not only irradiated uh, from a nuclear war. It had been that way for 2,000 years. Well, that was, I thought, number one. And, and yeah. my assumption is that, and this is only an assumption. I have no inside information. I like is your that, assumption. Is that the humans from, if not from the colonies, this may have been pre-colonies, that, that the humans from Kolob or whatever it was, Kobol, whatever the hell. Why is everybody looking at me? I don't watch Oh, Kobol. you don't watch your pretty. I forget which one is Mormon theology and which one is Battlestar Galactica. Kolob is, is Mormon. Okay. Kobol is the fiction. Um, they, must, they probably nuked the Cylons 2,000 years ago. Well, so our very own Substance D, who I thought was here today, uh, has this uh, great little theory, and this is this is pretty good, I think. Now, try to, you may have to go back and rewind this on your podcast. Okay, Starbuck is the harbinger of death. I think it's clear that there are a lot more than twelve Cylons. It looks as though Earth was inhabited by them. Yeah, because they found all those bodies and yeah. said, "Oh, these are all Cylon. They're not and human. They're, they're not human." If I were to make a guess at this point, I would say that the Cylons were created or evolved on that planet. Now, you, you don't believe that this is Earth, as a I, I, I'm not sure. I, I can't say, I'm not saying it's not, but I am not convinced that it's the Earth that we think of as Earth. Uh, where we are. Right. Okay. I just hope somebody tells us. So, <laughs> got nine episodes left. Nine episodes left, promising. I know. <laughs> so, uh, uh, then upon Earth's destruction, 12 Cylons left Earth, each to form its own colony. Hmm. I even bet that the 12 gods of Cobol are the 12 Cylons who left Earth. That would be pretty I, wild. I think we on Earth evolved into or built the Cylons and that the Cylons left Earth to create the 12 colonies. Pretty good theory. Uh, that is why the colonies believe in gods and the Cylons believe in a god. Huh. Huh. I, not I, I'm not going to argue with that because I don't know what the hell's going on, yeah, but there, I just love so it. There's so much going on. I mean, when, when, I when somebody tells us. When Kara looks up after she finds her corpse and Leo Ben's literally looking like he's crapping down both legs. Yeah, he you was know, this, is, this is a guy who's such a badass. He loves messing with people's heads. Right. And he likes seeing. He's looking at this thing going, ah, 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 I'm out of here. Yeah, I'm he gone. Ran away like here. a little girl. Yeah, and this is a guy who's used to bodies dying and being resurrected to something else. And here he's looking at her, knowing she's not a Cylon, and going, yeah. So, know. so Colonel Ty's wife is the is the missing Cylon the that we didn't. And, oh, those flashbacks were so intense. And I did, I, know, I did not. That I could have sat here all day long, and I probably would have had to have the whole list of every character ever on the show, and I might have accidentally said, okay, maybe it's her, but I never in a million years would and, have thought. And I'm sh- I was sure it was that lawyer's cat. The one, the one, that, the one that really got nice. me, it was, it was one of those took, just sucked the air right out of my lungs thing, is you see Duwala, yep. yes. and she's yes. so happy, and she's, she's such a beautiful actress to begin with, the woman she who is. plays yes. Apollo's ex-wife. Yeah, everybody goes on this, about six and all these yeah, other they're, women. Oh, they're, all, is, yeah. they're, all, they're all, everybody's doing. She was gloom. really People good are, when she was on Port Charles. <laughs> People are, are hit him. You blow me him. away. People are I, brawling in the hallway of the ship. Morale is at an absolute low, and here she is, like this this beacon of light. She's beautiful. Her eyes are sparkling. She's smiling, and then she puts a gun to her head, and blows her. Except and, I, I, I have to say, you know, after getting over, after being able to breathe again, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> and actually, I, I can only say that this well, occurred to me days later. I'm going. Well, this was the ultimate way to demonstrate 
to viewers how despondent they were. Well, also, yeah. if yeah. you you know, if, well, I mean, if, they just found out that everything they believed yes, in they, they spent all this time looking you know? for this planet. They find it, and it's I mean, the, it's the, nuked and yeah. it was Cylons. I mean, the, the president is burning their Bible, especially yeah. you know? knowing I mean, that Duala's character from the second and third season. They talked a lot about how religious she was, how religious yes. she was raised, and they even brought up the fact that to her. Uh, suicide's a corporal sin. It's, it's yeah. you know, and I thought she, she was going to be the Cylon. Yeah. I thought she was going to be the Cylon. That, yeah, well, that's why they were steering you. Yeah. She, was, <laughs> she, she was a werewolf on Port Charles. <laughs> this, that blows me away that you know that stuff. Oh, dude, I used to watch that show the late at night. Show. Oh, that's right. You work at night. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, so I think, I think that... Uh, <laughs> uh, sci-fi channels tip their hand and, about... And, by the way... Oh, I'm sorry. ...about who the final Cylon is, though. I mean, I don't think that maybe this is... That we have seen the final Cylon. I, I think, I'm not going to argue because I really don't know. Because uh, me. Sci-Fi Channel has a T-shirt for sale now that says "I am the fifth Cylon." So maybe we all are the fifth Cylon. <sighs> oh, well. And, and by the way, Caprica will not air this year. Um, they are, you know, the plans to air the the two-hour movie. Because yeah. God forbid, Sci-Fi actually put a show on the air. They know it's going to well, be ratings. If I am the fifth waiting, Cylon, they're waiting for next year. For when they can, it'll air as the first two hours of the series. Oh, okay. So if, if I am the fifth Cylon, that explains why that one time I walked into the room, there was nine guys that looked just like me. That that's I, right. That happens. That Indian happened leg to me, wrestled, but I, but thought, great. I thought I've just been drinking way too much. So that that leaves me to this question, panel. Ah. Has there been a better science fiction show nope. than this Battlestar Galactica? Nope. Anyone, Except maybe anyone? Small Wonder. Because any well, guy sure. can build Small his own. I, I mean, I don't know. Besides I mean, Port Charles, Shannon? Oh god! Uh, I wish just, I could get that on DVD when it went all <laughs> vampire-y and stuff. Worst show ever. So best so sci-fi show ever. That's what I think. I'd, I'll be honest. I really do. And Jeff can't weigh in on it. Yet, yet, it. Well, actually, I can. I can say this. To me, no, because I would actually have to be interested in it. Oh, you were just in the wrong mood when you watched it. Yeah, because I know you well enough to know that if you'd been in the right frame of mind, you would have been. Well, it's right not. Into the, it. It's not the perfect show, and I and, and frankly, I don't disagree with Jeff's criticisms of it. However, I think he's letting there is a perfect yeah. show. His, there, his there, criticisms there. rise like a huge black cloud to obscure the yes. rest of the show from if, him. If if everybody would quit blowing air into it. Oh, and, you okay. know, there's nothing wrong with blowing air I'll into blow something air that you love. Because, you know, if, if, if for once I can actually watch a show that doesn't disappoint me half the time, I, exactly. I have Although to rant this, and rave about yeah. it. I have to say, though, that this show, behind Only Lost, has such potential to really disappoint Just us. At the end. That's true. That's true. You, last you, episode. You, you, you mean if the last episode, it turns out that this was all a dream, that Dirk Benedict is, is autistic and he's staring oh, into oh a snowball. Oh, my God. There you go. <laughs> He's still alive. Got Richard Harris. Sure so um, it might be the best sci-fi show, but I think the best show ever is twenty-four. Is twenty-four. He loves twenty-four. I, he does. So, okay, now I, I, I actually, when I wrote about this, I, I sort of paraphrased the Godfather thing, and it's like you know, I thought I was out, and I'm sucked back but in. You sucked back in. The first two hours were not good. They were sort of. The first boring. two hours were not good. The second two hours when we brought back Chloe and, and, and uh, yeah it's like uh, although once again you can't take any of this seriously because it's oh, God, such no. BS okay. yeah. I mean I, I, I mean Tony I back from the out. dead okay. give me a break I could point okay so I had talked about when 24 was coming back on I wanted to do a bit called uh, here's what Jack Bauer's done today and what I was going to do is I was just going to write down Okay, this is what he did on day one. Okay. I mean, on hour one, hour the... And I thought, you know, this is going to be hilarious by, like, episode 10, right? 
So I sit down for the first four hours, and I'm just like, and okay. I've got my notes here. All right. So. I'm like, this bit will just not work because the first four hours, two pages of notes. Two pages yeah. of everything he did in yeah. an hour. Write down everything that you did in an hour, and then we'll, exactly. then we'll talk. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Got, the only person got out of bed, pooped. Had a beer. The only person exactly. I know who can get that much done in 24 so, hours so, is Jerry McPhee. That's right. I, it was so good. So testifies in front of Congress, finds out his dead friend is alive and is a terrorist. <laughs> right? How many of you have had that exciting uh, of an hour? He's brought in by the FBI, interrogated his an old associate, saw that guy get killed, uh, and then figures out that the guy that shot him was a mole in the FBI because of the shoes he was wearing. Uh, <laughs> Not quite, but okay. <laughs> yeah, that's what he said. Look at those shoes. He's wearing the right shoes. Terrorist. Right. Boom. Uh, yeah. No, it wasn't the mole that he figured out. It was the it was the guy that did the shooting who wasn't actually in the FBI. Right. He, he put out an shoes. FBI jacket, but he didn't have. But had the right FBI shoes. shoes. Were they giant yeah. red right. shoes? No, they were like brown yeah. shoes. They or were clown shoes. Big yeah. clown <laughs> shoes. Yeah, well, no, it's just ridiculous. It's I just, see what you mean, though. This, he's. Uh, I've never had that exciting of an hour. Killed some guys, beat up some guys. I know, so, I know. You I wrote, strangled a girl. Exciting hours, then I wrote, I, I wrote down yeah. here, tracked shoes and killed all the dudes that were with him. Asphyxiated that girl, but he didn't kill her. And Came face to face with his dead friend. Dun, dun, dun. Arrested his dead friend. Met Chloe again. Choked out a chick. Hey, look, I'm go. just I'm just happy that I can look at Janine Garofalo uh, on a weekly basis. Well, this this is something I, we I are looking forward to, and the producers have promised us that at some point we will get um, Chloe, whose name has just gone out of my head, Mary Lynn Rusk, Mary Lynn Rusk, who, who by the way had a nine pound baby, which she told us this will only work for TV. Came out this way and not the other way. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, we are <laughs> going to get chest. we are going to get her and uh, and Janine Garofalo uh, together in yes. scenes. The, Although she did say that when they have scenes together, if we watch their eye lines, they are not looking at each other they, because they cannot look in each other's eyes without laughing. So, this is your you can you can watch for yourself to it, see if you can tell that they're a, not looking at each I other. I have to say dude, really good reboot. I mean, last season was kind of so so. Last me. season was awful. Last yeah. season yeah. I mean, last season start, and and frankly, it's too early to say this season because four hours into last season, I thought, "Whoa, this is really good," and it fell apart. Right, but at least Jack Bauer's in all mopey and stuff this season. That's true. You know, so we got twenty more hours for this to fall apart. We'll see. <laughs> the best right. review I read of that show is, you know, the part where he's laying in the back of the car, and he uh, and he and he drives it through that wall. Oh yeah, that's backwards. Cool. Yeah, and he gets out and he has a limp. Uh, it was on that hit hitfix.com. Yeah, the guy wrote. And then Jack Bauer gets out, and he has a limp, which means that would have killed a normal man two and a half yes, times. Yes, there you go. <laughs> there you go. That was cool. Uh, now, you, you mentioned Lost earlier, and you're back Lost. from this uh, big TV uh, Yeah, big TV critics. Uh, so I've us. seen the first three hours, and it's a little hard to say stuff without giving stuff away, except that the island is traveling through time. Dun, dun, dun. And, and the characters are not. Well, the char- what? Well, like... Mm-hmm. Well, like I'm, I'm trying not to ruin it for you. It, it's as if I'm sitting here and suddenly there's a flash and it's 20 years from now, or to, actually, I don't know, they don't go into the future, but they go 50 years into the past. They're, they're having scenes with people who were on the island 50 years ago. Whoa. And then and then we'll get this big flash in the sky and it'll be present day or it'll be somewhere in between. So the island is traveling through time. Um, so all these flashbacks... 
have not been in the in the characters' heads. I well, no, not, I'm not is saying that. that. Oh, no. okay. This is a new. Okay. This in is, the new this season. Is, yes. Now, All right. Now I um, did. We hear... also did have another. Do we do have do have another example of how they're making this up as they go along? Because Nestor Carbonell is that in it Manuel. and that is Manuel. going to be in it. Yes, yes. That's the irony. You may know him as that Manuel or the mayor of Gotham that City. Um, he is in it, and the question was asked. Would he be in it as much if the show he was on last year hadn't gotten canceled? And the answer is no. We would have had to write it a different way. The other interesting thing about it was they showed us the third episode on, like, small movie screens. And somebody said, he's got way too much makeup on it. And this, no, actually, it's this woman who talks kind of like this. He's got way too much makeup on. And he has that more makeup than me. This is, uh, this is Mr. Pierce uh, yes. lashing out at his fellow TV critics. Yeah, well, this is the one. Oh, God. This is the same woman who once was beating people up for either A, copying Highlander, or B, claiming that they had never seen Highlander. Um, <laughs> but I'm not making that one up. But, uh, I'll apparently, he, way. apparently, we're told he does not actually wear eye makeup. That's his actual eyes. Um, but there's also there's a moment. It's kind of funny to sit in a room sometimes with a lot of other people watching this thing because there was a moment in the third episode, which I, I... go ahead. Spoiler no, no, alert. I'm not, I'm not going to spoil. Spoiler it. alert. Turn well, off you your... you find out yeah. that somebody in the scenes from 50 years ago is somebody you know, and and bum, bum, bum. yeah. But it was just kind of funny because <laughs> like when it was revealed and we and we heard this person's name, the whole room goes. Oh, like, you know. <laughs> like it finally came together? Yeah, well, a little bit. I'm not sure I really understand what's going on, but it did tie Dude, stuff I can't together. Wait. I'm so excited. Is there is there any point in the season where the Harlem Globetrotters are going to show no. up? And if they beat him in a game? No. I'm still ball, hoping that's the last the episode. Island. I'm still hoping. Yeah. They'll but find Gilligan. I'm trying to dance around without giving away too much. because And, and in a way, it's easy not to give away too much because I still don't know really what's happening. Well, now, but, now, but here's the question. I mean, we're all geeks. We're all going to watch it, of course. You're not going to tell us not to. No. But uh, will we be uh, satisfied? Will we be happy? I think to this point, for the first three episodes, yeah. Right. I mean, not. It's not like I'm sure there are parts that you'll go, eh. but you know, I I got once again I got sucked back in after spending a season and a half, bitterly bitching after every episode, and and the producers who were there, um, you know, my contention has been that the show got good once they had got good again once they had an end date. Yeah. And and they actually used oh what was the term that they were like you know the. I can't remember. They said something like filler episodes. But they acknowledged that there were episodes in those seasons where intentionally nothing happened because they didn't want to advance the plot because... They weren't ready yet. They, well, because there was no end date in sight. And if you have to keep this going nine years... So are they, are they telling us then with that statement that these new seasons... There are, are no filler all episodes. Killer, all no killer, filler. no filler. That's, I mean, that's what they're saying. And the first three all advance the plot. Oh, that's good. So, I mean, what more can you ask? So, uh, what else? Uh, what other uh, geeky TV shows? Uh, well, did I did you... go to the set of. Oh, well, I guess we could back up for a second. If you're thinking, I got a dumb email. Sorry if you're on here. It was to my Deseret News one, but from some guy, somebody went up to uh, uh, one of the guys who was a producer on um, um, uh, uh, Jericho, and this is what happens to all these things. Somebody will say, "So, would you? Do, will there be a movie?" Uh, yes, there will be a movie. Um, <laughs> will the actors be doing it? Uh, sure, they're all interested, which is pretty much total BS. 
And so, of course, this this one site is telling us that there's going to be a the Jericho yeah. movie. There's not going to be a Jericho movie. Yeah, you know, yes, let's take a television series that didn't get particularly good ratings. That got terrible ratings. So, yes, well, wait wait a second. You're saying that, that people sometimes don't speak the truth? Are, are you saying um, that maybe the last three or four episodes of Pushing Daisies won't ever see air? Well, that's... And that's... If, if there are... Okay. If you still think that they're going to make more Pushing Daisies... <laughs> Um, the pie hole has been torn down. It's, it's, I, I have, I've been, a friend of mine actually hole. was over there a couple of days before I was and actually saw them ripping Tearing it out. Oh, oh I would have chained, I would have chained myself outside. <laughs> I, ironically, <laughs> that's a new story the pie right hole. there. Ironically, it's, they tore it down because they're Don't building, your pie hole. they're building the sets for David E. Kelly's new lawyer show, which has mm. Kristen Chenoweth with it. Yeah, what a waste and of she talent. Says she's, well, Kristen says she's going to get to sing, so that's. I don't Aww. care. But, but anyway. I, don't I was care. wandering a mermaid I outfit. I wandered a mermaid outfit. I, I wandered a bikini. Because yeah. you know what happens when you hop around in a mermaid outfit? Yeah. 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 <laughs> when when I wrote about ABC oh, saying that the you know we'd get all the pushing daisies and all the dirty sexy monies, it basically I said this is what they're saying, but don't hold your breath. Well, no, I, I don't. I don't know. And and part of the explanation makes sense because they were asked that the president of ABC Entertainment was asked, "Can't you just throw them on the web?" And and there are rights issues involved with that. The mm-hmm. part that I don't understand and. To be fair, it may just be me not understanding why you can't burn them off on a Saturday night when people who care could yeah, watch the them or record watch. them. Or them, yeah. And, and, you know, once again, we're told it's rights, and that, that doesn't make any sense well, to me at all. Well, those rights issues seems to be resolved with Amazon and iTunes downloads, though, because that's, well, how, that's how I watch it. I haven't watched a single episode on television. But, but, you, the, but the, you don't get yeah. to download things that haven't been on the air yet. The story uh, I have here is we'll, we will either see them on the web or when the DVDs when the come deep. out. So that's, I, I'm, so I would not hold my breath seeing it. And that's that's with... And uh, once again, you know, I, I was standing right there when Kristen Chenoweth was asked about a movie, and she said she'd do it, and people would like to do it, but, you know... It doesn't seem likely. It doesn't seem likely. Yes. Well, it, when, when, when people ask that question, and, and then the producers say, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's they're, wishful thinking. It's wishful they're, thinking. They're hoping they're, to get interest from people so they can actually And they're get, using people yeah. who are naive enough to print this as, Go oh, the they're going to make a movie to try and drum up some interest. Um, but, you know, if there's a Jericho movie, I'll... I'll you will eat I, your head. I will eat my... I'll eat something, but that's too big. I'll probably too much. What I'll, should we have him eat? But... Um, uh, a whole ham. Uh, how about <laughs> let's have him eat the drink of the show? Okay. What's that? Oh, the, tele- what? the teleportation shot. Huh. Jump from one shot glass to the other. Two shot glasses. In the first glass, you have uh, uh, gold tequila and orange juice. Two parts gold tequila, one part orange juice. In the second glass, two parts lime juice or roses lime. Go with the real stuff. Yeah. And one part. Uh, bl- ball blue. What the hell is that? I have no idea. Maybe you could just use that blue. Cura, cura, yeah, that would be terrible. Cura. That would be gross. Ugh. So you pour the ingredients into the two shot glasses, and then you start from the yellow and end with the blue. I can tell you a story. The, the story silly. you'll have the hardest yeah. time believing from press tour. Mm-hmm. I did do a tequila shot, but was it yucky? 
it was well. I, I come on, say it. My it friend, yucky. my friend Candy is the only one who can talk me into doing this. Your friend stuff. Candy. Candy, and it's always somebody named Candy, Candy. that's going to talk you into something but like that. I am smarter about it than the last time she did it because I sort of threw it more toward the back of my throat so it wouldn't hit my tongue and I wouldn't taste. That's it what as she much. said. Anyway, <laughs> um, was it a body shot, sir? Yes, I don't. It was. It, I don't know. But you, the problem you did a body shot off of Candy, didn't you? No, I did not. <laughs> Let me. Uh, you dirty oh, wait, whore. Wait, wait. Story gets we better by the second. We could also talk. Uh, sucked it no, right out more, of our I navel. Have more TV okay, go ahead. Actually, go, go. Um, uh, did you hear anything about any of these shows? Uh, the Star Wars live action show. Anything? No. I'm not holding my breath. Okay. Uh, what about Fables? That I have not heard of. It ABC is uh, Family. the Scott Willingham show. Bill it Willingham. is uh, one of Vertigo's oh, uh, comic titles, and uh, it's going to be on ABC. Fables. Uh, the Return Maybe. of Lost. We talked about. Kings? Anything about Kings? Kings? I actually have the first episode of Kings at home. I haven't. Does that have Ian McShane in it? It. I'll tell you. We saw. I love him. Maybe eight minutes of clips back in July, and it looked cool. It was. Mm-hmm. A, it's a retelling of the King David thing. It. It has also, however, been sort of downgraded by NBC already because the original plan was it was going to go in Thursday nights after ER ends. And now we've added three more episodes of ER, and that time slot is going to a new police show from the producers of ER, and Kings is going to go on Sundays at 7 o'clock Mountain Time. So Okay. That's um, anything, well, we talked about Stargate. Merlin? Did you hear anything about Merlin? I keep hearing that come up, but I, you know, it is, it is a, uh, NBC is just going to rebroadcast, it's Ant- from the BBC. Anthony Storthead. Yeah. So it's probably good. And it's the story of young Merlin yeah. growing up in Uther Pendragon's castle. But they did not give us any scheduling on it, so. And you've got Anthony Storthead playing King Arthur's dad. Really? So, yeah, you can, Giles the Librarian from Buffy the Vampire Slayer is going to um, be King Arthur's daddy. What about, uh, let's see, the Warehouse 13 show. You know Sci-fi, <laughs> Sci-Fi Channel doing their own kind of X Files, Raiders of the Lost Ark, Moonlighting is you know, what they're calling it. You know, it'd be cool. They could have like these two people who own this antique shop where people bring in cursed items. Oh wait, it's already been done. Friday oh, the Thirteenth, the series. I can tell you, <laughs> we watched that, that together. <laughs> um, I, I've watched the first half of the two-part NBC movie called The Last Templar, which m- might be fun if you were drunk. Because there. it's, I mean, this is Mira Sorvino, and it's horrible. It's, Academy I mean, Award winner. It's laughably, I mean, I had my son because I thought, you know, he like, kind of likes this stuff. I didn't come down, and about 20 minutes in, I said, you don't have to stay. I thought you might like this. I mean, laughably bad. And, awesome. and But it is from Robert Halmey Sr., who has not had anything good on TV in 20 years. How, it, about, uh, how about the show The Listener? Have you heard about that? No. You, you're ready for the plot? Go. It's about a young paramedic with telepathic powers. Oh, boy. Oh, I have heard of that, but it's called something different. It's called something else. His powers lead him to moonlighting as a telepathic sleuth. So what was it called? I can't remember. It was called. It was called the ambulance. That whisperer. just sounds terrible. <laughs> but, it's like, <laughs> but it's like the office spinoff is called the untitled office. producer name. Producer name. Amy Poehler show. Show. Yeah. I'll watch it. She's in it. Uh, I'll watch it. Uh, now there's uh, Nathan Fillion has his own series. Nathan Fillion has and oh gosh, it's just Castle. Out of my head. Castle, Castle, Castle. Okay, he's a mystery novelist who's 
fictional storytelling makes him valuable. To, this is murder, she wrote. I was going to say, isn't that what okay, it is? And, 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 and actually, somebody... Captain Tidy Pants. My wife's going to make me watch it now. Murder Mal wrote. Somebody braver than I am asked him if this didn't make him the new Angela Lansbury. <laughs> um, he could punch it, that guy in the it's, face. It looks... I don't know that it's genre, but I really like him, and it looked cute and fun. Well, I mean, I, he's he's this guy that I keep waiting for him to be a big star. Well, he's not going to be able to play Captain America if he's doing this. Well, you know, Nathan Fillion he'd have, he'd actually... He has to work out to play Captain latest. America. My, my, my wife, my my wife uh, watches Desperate Housewives religiously, and the year that it was tolerable for me and actually enjoyable was when Nathan Fillion was on. And he he did not necessarily enjoy that year because he didn't have very much to do. No, he didn't. But with him and Kyle MacLachlan sharing the screen together sometimes, <laughs> that show was hysterically funny. Oh, yeah. I, I watched it. Especially the Halloween episode. Did she watch it religiously because he's played, like, clergyman twice? <laughs> he was... He was, he was Eve, Caleb and Buffy. He was Caleb and Buffy. Yep. And he was also, oddly enough... In uh, in Pasadena, a short-lived <laughs> Pasadena. Did you, uh, a short-lived Fox soap opera, he played a clergyman who had an affair with, oddly enough, Dana Delaney, who was his wife on Desperate Housewives. What? what? It gets Did, so okay. weird. Such a small world. What, uh, now, this is the last one we'll ask you about. we got to wrap up. Uh, Virtuality. Maybe the name has changed. Uh, the spiritual follow-up to Battlestar Galactica. Ronald D. Moore's one-hour Fox drama centers on oh. an exploratory starship. Who yes. passed the long travel it's, time by getting engrossed in virtual reality worlds, and then something goes, goes wrong. wrong. We've been hearing about this Sounds for like, like more than a year. It's Twelve episodes of uh, Next Generation. It, I was going to say, there's, essentially, there's, there's what it sounds like where is Moriarty becomes aware. Yes, yeah. it's it sounds like uh, ship. Yeah, they, they're doing this so they have something to do as they travel. You know, because. Space travel takes a long, but yes, it sounds like we're caught in the holodeck. Mm, mm, but that's mm. we've been hearing we about that for, about uh, I think, more than a year. All right. So, uh, anything else before we uh, wrap up? TV, uh, you guys? I, I greatly enjoyed my time uh, with the with the lovely fellows from um, Big Bang Theory, who are quite amusing. Who somebody asked a question of Jim Parsons, and said, "I have this friend who's just like you," and he says, "No one has ever said." I'm just like you. It's always a friend or ah. someone I know, which which is understandable. But uh, that show just still kills me. Any uh, any attractive women to make Jeff jealous? Yes, well, we met Kristen Chenoweth and Kaylee Kristen Cuoco. Chenoweth did did put her hand in my arm. Oh, nice. And she's just a little tiny. She's isn't a little she? tiny. Yes. And, okay. Itty bitty. And uh, 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 what's her face was there? Uh, 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 Faith. Eliza Dushku, She's still, although, if we're going to talk about you, that. I hate you, I've decided after watching it again that the pilot really isn't very good, but we're all going to give it better reviews than it deserves because we it's think Joss Whedon. it's Joss Whedon, and we're hoping he'll turn uh, it into something. And he needs a series that lasts a while. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I wouldn't hold my breath, though. You know, I, I, uh, by the time we get to the uh, Obama stuff, he'll already be uh, in the White House. Next episode, we're mm-hmm. going to talk it's about be how president in two days. How uh, Obama has brought disharmony to the comic book world. Uh, he has a bunch of whiners and uh, some other stuff we've got for uh-huh. you. But uh, we we have run out of time. Yeah, uh, should we talk about the movie nights? Let's uh, p- oh. let's pimp movie night, and we got to wrap up. So it's uh, January twenty fifth is our it came from Sundance program. Two films that both debuted at the Sundance Film Festival: Clerks and Broken Lizards Super Troopers. Cool. 5 p.m. Bruvies Cinema Pub. Absolutely free. Yes. And uh, start writing your riffs now. Yes. Yeah, just make sure they're good, for Christ's sake. And, yeah. and, <laughs> and, and let's good get is, out of control. Good is subjective. I mean, I, I heard some people getting shushed that some people thought were funny and some people weren't. Just go have a good time, get rowdy. When and, in doubt, sit next to Jimmy. Uh-huh. And, and, and may I suggest 
Not that I'm advocating drinking, but go to viewaskew.com and look at the drinking game rules for clerks. Uh, there are go. official drinking game oh, rules. Oh, sweet. We should print them out. We'll print them yeah. out and get them ready for you. Maybe and, we can uh, subtitle the movie with the <laughs> salt <laughs> shark. Some sort of slideshow. Uh, a, a new episode every uh, Monday uh, afternoon, geekshowpodcast.com. And uh, Comcast, uh, the new episodes usually show up on Friday afternoons. Go to Channel 1, Utah On Demand, uh, Geek Show. And uh, you can text us to 79640. Text the word uh-huh. geek uh-huh. to 79640, and we will keep you updated on uh, movie nights and new episodes and things like that. For sure. Uh, anything? Uh, you can also, oh, you can also oh. find us uh, on Facebook, Facebook. MySpace, and uh, in the world of Warcraft. And, uh, what? Should, uh, I'll talk about as, that later. As what? He slumps, slumps and, away. And you should probably eat more ham, uh, maybe in that new uh, Supreme omelet taquito that they're selling at. 7-Eleven, if you're, if you're no a brave idea. enough soul. A ham? You're going to get ham from 7-Eleven? In this uh, taquito that's a supreme omelet taquito. It sounds like the worst thing ever made. Oh, you better have it and, and report back and to you know, I don't want to. In a true karmic world, that's going to be our new sponsor. <laughs> new ham taquito from 7-Eleven. Shannon says eat it. The ham keto. 7-Eleven, I will be calling you. About that. <laughs> uh, well, thank you and good night. I'm a Klingon speaking Federation freak I find I'm more inclined to spend a bulk of my time On the Starship Enterprise Than talking to girls that I meet It's good to have a place